Hello, hello, and welcome to Pish Posh Pages, your favorite no-strings-attached book club podcast. Here's how it works. I'll release short podcast episodes after I finish books. There's no set schedule, no required reading, and no rules. I want to turn my solo activity of reading into more of a conversation. I love hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on books, so now you'll get mine too. <laughs> Looking for book recs? Want to know my big takeaways from my recent reads? Want to hear what I loved or hated about the last book I read? You'll find out all that here at Pish Posh Pages. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm excited to have you a part of the club. Now, let's talk books. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of Pish Posh Pages. I am so excited about this. This is the new No Strings Attached book club that's not a book club and I'm gonna do a quick intro of how it works because it's the first episode where we're actually talking about a book and we'll see how this evolves as we move forward but I'm so excited. The first book we are talking about on Pish Posh Pages is called We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. So this is a business, entrepreneurship, and money book. So each week I'm going to give kind of an overview of the book, not necessarily go through the plot line, but what is this book about? Some weeks will have spoilers, other weeks will not have spoilers. I don't think this book has spoilers because it's a nonfiction, self-helpy kind of book, business book. It's not, there's not a spoiler. There's no plot line. There is nothing I'm going to spoil, no twisted ending here. But it was a great book. I rated it a 9 out of 10. I know if you're a reader and you use Goodreads, uh, they use 4 out of 5 stars, or it's a 5 star scale, basically. I rate out of 10 because it's just easier for me, but (laughs) I will give kind of an overall rating of the book, talk about some of my key takeaways, impressions, and tell you, you know, if you should read this book or not, or if this book is something that you should stay away from. Personally, I think this was a fantastic book. I think it was great, and it's great for people who are interested in business, entrepreneurship, money, And it's even good for people who do not want to be self-employed but want to make more money. It is definitely geared towards women. And I think most people who listen to this podcast are going to be women. But if there's men here, welcome to the party. I love you. So I think every woman who thinks they should be making more money should read this book. And if you don't think that you should be making more money... You need to read this book too. This is exactly (laughs) what you're supposed to be reading. That's kind of the message of the book. So I have some highlights here. I learned quite a bit while reading. There's facts in here about money, how systems were created to hold back women in the financial system. You know, the patriarchy is holding us back and it's set up that way and changes have just been made recently and it seems like these changes were made a long ways away for me but at the same time once you're reading this in plain English you're like oh dang that was not that long ago so and especially women of color have been held back even more and there are still things still strides that need to be made for women in all aspects of money, finances, 
This is not a book just about the gender gap. It's not about complaining. It is about making the steps that you need to to make more money. And really the message of the book is you should be making more money. Whether you're an employee or you're self-employed or what. And there are opportunities out there for you to be making more money. So that's the message, the overview, I would say. Rachel Rogers is a multi-millionaire. And she writes about her own life, some stories about how she made money, where she was at, how she scaled her business immensely to become, you know, from a lowly entrepreneur just starting out, selling a couple things here and there, finding out what works and what doesn't work, and then how to scale and then scale and scale. And that's what she specializes in is teaching women how to scale and make, uh, millions instead of getting stuck at what you're maybe comfortable with or not having enough money there and she's like no you can do this and I didn't think it was preachy I didn't think it was too motivational without giving actual good steps it did give great great stuff oh my gosh I just loved it so a major concept of the book was called a million dollar decision And a million dollar decision is one that creates time and energy, frees up mental space, reduces piddly shit, and creates space for the stuff that matters to you. It allows you to feel strong, secure, and free, and creates options instead of eliminating options. So you're going to want to like do the backwards 30 seconds on your podcast app, whatever you're listening on, and hear that one again. That's a big piece of the book. It's not a spoiler. It is a theme in the book that gets revisited often. Are you making million dollar decisions or are you making, what does she call them? (laughs) I can't even remember what she calls the opposite of million dollar decisions, but it's in there as well. So there was a couple facts that I wanted to point out, just major takeaways, things I highlighted throughout the book. Um, This one was one study surveying employees at a major tech company found that female employees would apply for a promotion only when they believed they met 100% of the requirements listed on the job description. On the other hand, male employees would frequently apply even when they met only 60% of the requirements. I've heard this statistic before. I completely believe it. It's a major idea. It's so important to remember when you're applying for jobs, when you're looking at candidates, whatever position you're in, remembering the statistic is extremely important. I This is a statistic that I think about so often. A fun fact was 94% of women who hold C-level positions, so CEO, CFO, are former athletes. That's interesting, right? I thought so. Uh, It was really a book that is about motivation, but also those actual foundation steps and the big ideas. Like, I feel so much better about thinking about money in the next level up 
that I did when I started reading this book. Instead of thinking about a maybe a small goal, this helps you think about big picture, big goals, and how they can actually happen, and ways to think, and how to make these decisions that lead towards those major big goals. This was one that was so interesting. I totally resonate with this and it's something I needed to share with everybody because we know this in our head. We know this when we do work, but reading it in reading it right in front of me, I was like, gosh, dang it, this is so true. Like everyone needs to think about this more. So I highlighted When you charge by the hour, as you become more efficient at your craft, you are literally punished for efficiency. The swifter you work, the less you earn. So let's think about this. If you're making a t-shirt, I don't know why I'm saying a t-shirt, but if you make a t-shirt and you, when you first start out, you make four t-shirts in an hour and you get paid $50 an hour. That's a lot, but... Uh, then in a year you make, instead of four t-shirts an hour, you create a system, you do all this stuff, you make 40 t-shirts in an hour and you're getting paid. Maybe you got a raise, you get paid $60 an hour, but wait, (laughs) in the time it would have taken you, it would have been 10 hours to do that before. You know what I'm saying? Think about that when you're working, think about the efficiency think about that so the chapter with this antidote in it was my favorite i think in the whole book and it was a great topic to think about when valuing yourself and the work you do and the decisions you make Ah. (laughs) there's a lot i could talk about on that but i'm trying to keep these episodes short sweet fun to the point uh so another thing i highlighted was when you do something that's extremely challenging and out of your comfort zone like win a regional soccer tournament or run a marathon when you absolutely did not think you could do it. This experience changes you on a cellular level. You start to wonder, well, if I could do that extremely challenging thing, then what else could I do? And this kind of tied in with talking about uh, athletes being at that major C-level position. And so the takeaway I got from that was challenge yourself and use that challenging and those things that you've accomplished, use that as evidence. Like sometimes we forget about the great things that we've done and, or the times that we've gone out of our comfort zone. And then we can like, oh, I actually did that before. I I can do something else. I can do hard things. As Glennon Doyle says, who stole that from somebody else, who we're not talking about that book, but (laughs) we're talking about this book, which I think was much better for women to read, much more uplifting, motivating, educational, all the things. So I highly recommend this book. I think that's where I'll end it, even though I I could talk about this one for a really long time. So it's kind of weird that this is the first one. Why this is the first one was it's the first one that I read in the next quarter of the year. And if you have listened to the podcast, you know I had a quarter of the year wrap up with the books that I read from April, May, and June. And so this was my first book of July. I'm so glad that I read it. I really, really recommend this one for people who like the business side of things, who want to help their money mindset. This is for you. This is for really all women to read. All women. You got to read it. 
I love it. Even if you are somebody who feels like they have a good idea on your finance situation, this will keep pushing you in the right direction. This is the first episode. I am glad this was a great book because I definitely want to recommend it to people. And it's interesting because it's a nonfiction book. So it's very similar to my original podcast, Pish Posh with Lindsay Wilson, where we talk about personal development and sometimes money, sometimes entrepreneurship, things like that. But when we get into some of the fiction books, I think it will be a little bit different here. So I gave you some of my big takeaways from the book recommending it and my overall rating once again it's called we should all be millionaires by rachel rogers and i think you'll love it i'll be back next time with another book that i read and i'm excited to talk about it okay bye Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pish Posh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.